Well, uh, hi and welcome to the Connect podcast. It's Pastor Ryan here, and uh, I'm joined, well, it's just me today, actually, yeah, but it's good to be with you. Hey, right now we're in this series called Four. We're focusing on prayer, worship, word, and service, and I had the privilege on Sunday on speaking on prayer, and so as a Connect group uh, tonight, or as you're meeting, I wanted you to uh, go through the same process that we essentially went through on Sunday. Firstly, I started with just talking about the truth and the reality that God wants to connect with us. He wants to have a conversation with us. The reason why he created humanity was not so that he could rule over, lord over, uh, be entertained or uh, fulfill an emotional need in him. He created us simply because he wanted to be in relationship with us. And so prayer really is just that relating between it's a conversation. And uh, I, I talked about how just the power of conversation, that there's conversations that we can have with our parents, with our friends, uh, but conversations that we can have with God. And one thing I'd love you to start by sharing as a group is just talking about a conversation that you've had with God that has uh, had an impact on your life. And just share about it openly, whatever it might be. It might be just a, a difficult time that where you talk with God and, and, and expressed how you felt and then you felt that God spoke to you in a particular way. How did he talk to you? Did, it, did he speak through a scripture? Did he uh, give you in a particular feeling? Or, you know, talk about that because sometimes that can even be difficult in terms of understanding how to hear from God and not just speak to God. So start by doing that and sharing that openly and honestly. Uh, it just might be one moment uh, that you've done that. From there, what I talked about on Sunday is, uh, firstly, read over the Lord's Prayer. Just go back to Matthew and read through the Lord's Prayer. And even before it, where Jesus talks, he, he says to the disciples in Matthew 6, you know, he refers to the hypocrites, the, the religious leaders. And, he's, and one of the things he says, don't ramble on. When you pray, don't just say words. That's one of the things we can do in prayer is we can try to sound eloquent or impressive or try to bring certain scriptures in or tell God everything that's going on in our life and every nuance and whatever. The thing to realize is God knows what's going on in your life. So be, be as frank and as honest uh, with your uh, conversation with him. You know, don't, don't uh, beat around the bush, so to speak, but speak to him because he knows what's going on in your life. And it says that in the preceding verses to the Lord's Prayer, that God knows what's going on in your life. So speak frankly. And I want to encourage you to do that. But when he goes into the Lord's Prayer, it starts with our Father, uh, hallowed be thy name. And, and, and I talked about on Sunday the power of praise and how when we lift up the name of Jesus, the Father or the Holy Spirit, and we glorify them, we're actually giving reverence. We're, we're saying he is holy. Now, God is holy, whether we think he is or isn't or um, he is. And, and, and I talked about Revelation 4 that John said that when he went up to heaven, he saw that the, the, the angels, the angelic beings, uh, we're all saying holy, holy, and they continue to and will always, and humanity will all, all of us one day will say uh, and give God glory. God is holy. But when we glorify him, it's not so that we can fill his emotional tank, but it's so that we might lift our heads. And it has, the thing with praise is that it opens a doorway and starts a connection with God. And that's why he, 
he encourages us, Jesus encourages us to start with that, is to open a doorway through praise. And you might do that by playing worship music, uh, by reading a psalm. It, it can be various ways. And so one of the things I want to encourage you to do is how do you praise? Talk about that personally in your group. How do you praise? How do you do that? And uh, share about that. That would be really cool just to explain the different ways because there are different ways to do that. You can use scripture to praise God just by reading a psalm or, or quoting a verse and then ex expanding on that or it might just be spending time in worship. I actually personally spent a, a lot of time praising because sometimes you've got to keep on praising until you pass through. You kind of need to pass through. And so you might want to even talk about how you see that, you know, and as I quoted Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and his name. And so that, that's a powerful thing. From there, I talked about the reality is that we as human beings uh, have to get things that are unhelpful out of us. All of us need a vent. And it's an important way that... Um, is so important in our lives that we do vent and that we do express uh, what's going on inside that might, you know, I talked about us being a vessel and that uh, all of us can fill our vessel with good or with negative things. And the more lies and negative things and that we can fill our life with, the more burdensome that we can feel. But scripture encourages us to cast our worries and our burdens on God. He says, come to me all who are weary. Uh, you know, God's got this desire, hey, bring me the stuff so that I can help you with it. And he is the good shepherd that helps us. And so we've actually got to speak frankly with God and lament. It's important to lament, to actually say, God, I'm upset about this. I'm concerned about this. If you don't lament to God, you'll lament to someone else or you'll internalize, which will cause you pain and you hold things in. So it's important that you speak honestly with God in your prayer life. I want to ask you and talk about this. How honest are you with God? Remembering that God sees and knows everything. Nothing is hidden from him. So if you curse or get upset or say something to somebody or uh, you feel a certain way, nothing's hidden from God. He sees it. But here's the thing. Well, he knows our thoughts. He responds to what we ask for. And that's why scripture encourages us to ask, to say, not to just Think to God, but to ask. Talk about the difference with that. What's the difference with just thinking something opposed to asking for something? There's a real significance in that. But lamenting is important. And you might want to even discuss that. How do you lament? From there, uh, we went on and talked about the power of forgiveness. Now, here's the thing with forgiveness. Jesus said that if you can't forgive, then forgiveness won't, won't work itself in you. He said, if, if forgive as you have forgiven. So we've all been offered forgiveness from Christ, and uh, that's not something we earn or deserve, but we've been given it. Every single person on planet Earth has been offered forgiveness, and we can receive it from Christ. But here's the thing, but in 1 John 1, 9, it says, If you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive and cleanse us. Now, sin weighs on us. It's like a dirty film that can come upon our heart and our mind if it's not confessed. Now, the truth is, Christ has paid for it, but if you don't get it off your shoulders, so to speak, then it weighs on you. And that's why Jesus and the Word of God encouraged us to, to, to confess our sins 
and receive forgiveness so that, again, the work of Christ might work upon us, that his blood would wash over our lives. Talk about the significance of that and and just the, the guilt and condemnation that you can feel when you don't confess your sins. Some of you might be aware of that, or sometimes you might even want to hide your sins from God, thinking that it'll somehow make you feel better. But the honest to goodness truth is God loves us, and it was while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. So it's really important that we do do that, and even feel sorry for our sins. If you're not sorry, then you'll do it again, and we know that. You can, you, 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 we train our children this way, that it's important to be sorry, so then you make a, a decision, a turning point, and, and that's what repentance is, to go from something that is unhelpful and unfruitful to life. And so it's important to confess our sins, to receive forgiveness, but then also to offer the forgiveness. So if we we hold on to forgiveness like we own it, uh, we, well, we actually can't do that. We've got to release forgiveness. So in prayer, Jesus said that, as, receive forgiveness and offer forgiveness in the same way. And so uh, talk about just the importance of that and that how, do, how does it feel? Discuss this. How does it feel when you don't release forgiveness? And you'll know it in your heart and in your life, and you might want to reason it out and say they deserve it or whatever, but the truth is that everyone has fallen short of the glory of God, so we need to forgive. Talk about that. And finally, uh, from there, I want to encourage you, and maybe you can finish in, in, in praying this way uh, before God, uh, in praying through these various steps. But then it goes on. Um, I went in and talked about the whole thing that we need to resist the enemy. Uh, in the Lord's Prayer, it says, deliver us from the tempter, from the enemy, from temptation. Uh, later in Scripture, in James, it says, resist the enemy and he will flee. It's an important that the enemy will take will make an opportunity of the things that aren't submitted to God. It, it's funny. Um, the things that aren't submitted are up for grabs. That's how I see it. So if you're not giving it to God, then it's free and open for the enemy to use. And you might know areas in your life which aren't submitted, the enemy might use against you. But here's the thing. He, he does look and is always looking for opportunities to come against us. So it's important to engage in the fight and to resist the enemy, to rebuke, to come against. And you can look at that in Ephesians 6 as well as James 4 and look at those scriptures and just how it encourages us to, that, to do that. Even in Ephesians 6, it says, put on the armor of God uh, to prepare for battle. So not don't pretend you're not in the battle. Don't run away from it. But, but acknowledge that you're in it and that there is a war going on that's over your soul and to actually resist the enemy. And the, and the Bible promises as you resist the enemy, he shall flee. And then finally, as you're doing this, get the Holy Spirit on you again. As you're finishing prayer, I do this every day. It's just as, to allow the Holy Spirit to rest afresh upon you. Welcome his presence on your life. And even then say, Lord, these are the things that I'm desiring that are in my heart. And, and I find that once you've gone through that process of releasing yourself of the burdens, of beginning with praise, then what you actually ask for aligns with heaven's will. Sometimes when we don't get rid of the other junk, then the, 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 the things that we request of the Lord aren't, aren't really in line with heaven's will. And that's why it's uh, let your will be done as it is in heaven. It's so important to pray that. So when we bring our requests, when we ask the Spirit to come afresh upon us for the day ahead, um, it, it's, it, it's so important to even do that 
uh, in our lives, but to, but, but to first position our hearts into a place uh, where it can be truly helpful. I hope that uh, you have a great time at Connect Group and that this has been helpful. And uh, I pray that, uh, yeah, prayer just really awakens in you and that you have beautiful new conversations with God that are the transforming like that uh, he would desire for you. Have a great night and talk to you soon.